0: Rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by. Three cheers for Her Majesty, the Queen! Hi guys, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Menza. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Or we love it. Yeah. We're just it's, we're, been, it's been popping in there. Yeah. Join us <laughs> and subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five star review. And as Caitlin explained, it's not only for our ego, but it also yeah. helps just like get the podcast out there. And you can also send us an old fashioned email at infolightgallerypodcast dot com. And this week we have a lot of things that we're discussing. Um, we have behind the scenes of the Prince Charles birthday photo shoots. Yes. Um, Meghan Markle's six month royal review. She's been here for six months. I mean, she's been here on this earth for like 30 something years, but she's been a royal for six months. Congratulations to her and us. And to us especially, for sure. (laughs) And then we have some updates on the sidekicks. But before we go into that, we just want to tell you about this special exciting thing that we cannot believe is actually (laughs) happening. (laughs) If you're listening um, on the day this episode comes out, Thursday Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, first of all. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Or if you don't eat turkey, (laughs) (laughs) non-gobble. Vegan gobble. (laughs) Vegan (laughs) gobble. Vegan gobble. But we are going to be on TV tonight. Um, Lisa and I have, we taped a special segment um, for a special called... Megan's new life the real princess diaries yes and it's airing on abc on thursday november 22nd at 9 p.m eastern standard time yes so we are going to be watching drunk with our family and friends (laughs) and also like having panic attacks like we hope you don't say anything dumb i'm really i'm so nervous you guys i hope it's possible you're listening to this after it's already aired and i hope i'm not an internet meme (laughs) i know that's like very special for me to think of myself that way, but it's more the fear, or like, know? what if we get cut? And we're like, everybody watch us. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think we're getting cut because ABC put us in the announcement of the special. Um, but yeah, we recorded a couple weeks ago, and we referred to it sort of obliquely when the day we recorded it. But we're really excited, and we're talking all about Meghan Markle and her new life so so i think there should be a drinking game every time we embarrass ourselves just take a (laughs) shot (laughs) just take shots and hope we don't embarrass ourselves (laughs) Uh, but i'm really nervous and but i will say thank you to all of the listeners because it's because of you guys that we are allowed to have this show this podcast and that we're being called on by abc Yes. And they did our hair and makeup. It, yeah. And it was at the Pierre, which is this really fancy hotel in the Upper East Side. It's truly like the fanciest thing we've ever done. It was really special. We were like sipping coffee at six o'clock in the morning and getting our hair and makeup done. And it was stressful and great. But then when we did social media promos for the show, I messaged you and I was like, wow, you look better than ever. And you're like, it's because of the professional hair and makeup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever you're doing is working. Yeah, it's it's having an hour's worth of hair and makeup is the secret to looking good. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what it, that's what it turns out. Um, but anyway, please watch and tell us what you think and weigh in, and it'll just be a fun way to, you know, ride out that turkey slumber. Yeah, watch the Meghan Markle special. Join so that's, us. That's a fun thing. Um, and so this week's royal refreshment is, and now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. Uh, Crown Royal and ginger. Yeah, just like ginger. Just our go to. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's really great. I feel very peaceful. I stole a ginger ale. (laughs) I stole a ginger ale from like the supply (laughs) of pop cans and I was like, oh, I'm going to grab it. I mean, listen, it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thankful for whoever bought all this pop. We really needed a mixer that wasn't the seltzer machine, so yeah i mean ginger ale's really nice it's a great mixer so thank you to our new friends the people who bought this who share an office refrigerator with us yes whoops and we also have a listener email but it's in response to an article that we're going to talk about so we're going to bring that out a little bit later in the show yes and so hang in tight yeah and for this week in royal history and now this week in royal history we are making it very American. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just gonna go into Meghan Markle's Thanksgiving. Yeah, because it's Thanksgiving, guys. Yeah. In case that wasn't again clear. Yeah. And I'm from Canada originally, so I'm not as big on American Thanksgiving. I'm more into Canadian Thanksgiving, which is in October. So yes. happy belated. <laughs> I celebrated them both this year. Oh. My roommate is Canadian and so she throws a beautiful Canadian Friendsgiving in October. A classic Caitlin Menza brag. <laughs> I, I have a roommate. <laughs> that's nothing to brag about. I mean the two Thanksgivings. So yeah, that's what um, it it's nice. But so first of all, I we saw this report um, by Hollywood Life and they're saying that Meghan Markle might be throwing a huge Thanksgiving feast for the royals. And this is like a tabloidy thing. So I don't really, I'm not going to take that um, literally. Who knows if, if she's actually going to do that. I, I assume just knowing her, she'll be making something for at least Harry. But I doubt it's going to be like a huge thing yeah you i know. don't know i don't think she needs to remind them of her Americanness all the time <laughs> i think they're very aware of it i think they pretty much know as so. we will get into so shortly yes so i also read online um that in 2016 Meghan markle uh shared a photo of herself with uh thanksgiving turkey um on her former instagram account r.i.p i miss R. it P. i miss it every day wow we didn't even know what we had I know cuz we didn't know her. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but but apparently she wrote in the caption, "Oh, that time I roasted a pretty perfect Thanksgiving turkey. The question is, can I do it again? The pressure is on." And uh, according to hello, her choice of hashtags gave away one of the things she does before cooking her turkey, which is brining it to add extra flavor and ensure that the meat is extra juicy. I'm sorry, that's a secret. I've never cooked a turkey, so I'm like, oh, that's it. I just It's like saying, she used butter, or there was gravy involved. Like, this is not a wild concept. I wonder if there was mashed potatoes. I mean, exactly. (laughs) Like, cranberry sauce. I shouldn't judge, because, listen, we thirst for every small detail. But to say, like, hoo-hoo, I gotcha. You brined (laughs) the turkey. Like, okay. Well, that's what gotcha journalism is. I, I understand. So, anyway, we are hoping that Megan cooks at least a roast turkey. I mean, sorry, a roast chicken. Yeah. and A nice engagement chicken for her husband and her child to be. Yeah. But I don't think a Thanksgiving's happening. I don't either. I think your first Thanksgiving away from home might actually be really sad outside the country. Yeah. Luckily, her life is awesome, so it's (laughs) fine. Yes. And so first we need to go into the behind the scenes of Prince Charles' family birthday portraits. Yes. Because... Last week we had to record early because I was out of town. In Rwanda. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> just kidding. I don't like to brag. I just like to say that Caitlin you <laughs> She's so mean. I love I'll, you so much. I'll brag for you. Lisa was, again, in Rwanda on a UN press fellowship. We're very proud of her. Um, but we recorded a couple days early, which means that we missed this like insane rollout of the Prince Charles photos. And so we've been reacting like every day for like nine days, it feels like over these photos. Cause they just yes. keep coming out and coming out. Like first somebody broke the, um, these are the, again, the Chris Jackson, obviously I'm referring to the Chris Jackson portraits, um, in the garden of Clarence house that were released by Charles and Camilla on the day of his birthday. And then ran on the front page on the cover of the uh, Sunday magazine. But like, this rollout man it's like a new photo every couple of days when will it end well yeah you said somebody broke the press embargo and yeah that's true because i remember i saw this like someone was tweeting it at us and instagramming it at us and i didn't understand what the photos were from because i was like so busy i think i was i might have already been yeah i was abroad mm-hmm. and so i didn't know what was happening so i didn't realize an embargo was broken but like basically there's an ag- agreement it's kind of like if someone gives you this information before press time, you're not supposed to publish until yeah. the agreed upon time. And that's why you get this early access, but someone broke it. Yeah. So that's why it was all over before, like all over everywhere before the pictures even came out. And then the pictures came out and then, you know, it was that sweet portrait with um, Louie in Kate Middleton's arms and George yeah. on the lap of uh, Prince Charles and Charlotte kind of cuddling with Camilla mm-hmm. and Megan looking amazing next to prince harry who looks yeah, amazing real hard yeah and so it was just a great thing and then over the last few days more outtakes have come out yeah, we, got the, we got the laughing one and yeah. then um on over the weekend we got the one we got yet another version of them on the bench this time with kate holding Louis downward toward charles and Louis like reaching out and holding his grandfather's nose and then on this this British magazine that came out on Sunday Sunday. Times yeah the Sunday Times magazine um, they put a full page um, picture that we hadn't seen before that is just Charles holding just Prince Charles holding Prince Louis and the the cover line is Grandpa Wales yes which I've already pointed this out multiple times on the Facebook (laughs) group, so I'm sorry to just continue tooting my own horn. But truly, on our episode with Michelle Ruiz, we kept talking about if Prince Charles wants us to like him, just have some photos with Louis. And now here we are again. So the thing is, I would love to say that it's just because of us, because it is I feel like we are big influencers in the <laughs> royal community. Case in point, we have a podcast. It's oh, oh well, and we go on ABC specials. Yes, yeah, so I assume Prince Charles is listening to every episode. But Us Weekly had this behind-the-scenes story that we're going to get into, and they revealed that this was this happened in mid-September. So. Sure. It was before the episode, but like they probably they asked themselves, what would Lisa and Caitlin say? I also imagine that they took like 7000 versions of this photo. And then what they went with for this cover story is him with just Louie, which is adorable Um, anyway. But so, yes. So Us Weekly, now that again, this is like the biggest photo shoot that's happened this year. Mm -hmm. um, They have some insider details. So first off, no one knew that. Megan and Harry were expecting, which makes sense because she's not that far along. No. And this was before the royal tour and before Eugenie's wedding. So she had to just been like two months or so. Yeah. It's been reported the photo shoot was in mid September, which makes sense given like the foliage, like the full trees, and it, it looks warm, you know, while they're taking this. Mm-hmm. um And just given the age of Louis, because he's like seven, you know, he's seven months now or about seven months and he looks real little there. And so. He's so cute. He's so cute. Um, but yeah, so we know it was like mid-September. And so uh, Meghan and Harry were only were very early in their pregnancy. And so they hadn't told the family yet. Yes. And so another thing that we learned from this Us Weekly piece is, you know how everyone is like smiling and laughing? And it's like, who are they laughing at? Because they're probably not laughing at Chris Jackson because he is a professional. So they're not going to be like, oh, look at him. Ha ha. So it turns out that Nanny Maria, who is the nanny for Prince George, Princess Charlotte and now Prince Louis was standing next to him and she was uh, making silly faces and waving to get their attention. And that's why everyone was just laughing because she was just being so silly. Super and Super cute. I think that's adorable. Like, thanks, Nanny Maria. I love that. And then I also like that she doesn't get a real name. Like, that's how she's ID'd in Us Weekly. It's like, <laughs> an, it's a capital N, Nanny Maria. Like, that's her official title, which I guess it is. But it's just, that's funny. Um, yeah. And then the, the same insider noted... Um, like, they had to shoot quickly because of all the kids. But, but in particular, Louis was, I'm going to quote this, so well behaved, he is the most adorable, placid little boy you will ever meet. Placid. Like the lake. Like the lake. A new ridiculous adjective to give to a baby that's slightly <laughs> more ridiculous than elusive. Or less <laughs> ridiculous, I don't know. Um, but placid and elusive, that's Prince Louie. And then another thing to note... Um, So apparently it was first suggested that Charles should take the portraits with only his grandchildren. And it was actually Kate Middleton and Prince William who said, no, we should all be together. Yeah. So that intrigued by this. That makes sense, given all of the stories where he is not so subtly shading them. Yeah. So. We don't know what's happening in the palace, but I feel like behind the scenes things might not be going so well not and I don't mean between Harry and William. I don't believe any of that stuff. But just all of the crap that's been coming out where like William doesn't work enough and Harry's having tantrums, just like all these like very Very shady stories. Yeah, shady stories. So I don't know. I like that. I, I like to think that they're like, no, man you want our kids, you got to get us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are certain like sort of PR reasons and like ego reasons to have them in the photos. I again think that they should be there because it's, his, it's a family portrait and it's his kids, like it's his son, so yeah. why wouldn't they be there? But I also think just strictly practically speaking, they're three toddlers or infants, like it's much easier to have their parents there to keep them calm and wrangle them as opposed to having one seven-year-old try to hold three kids, three tiny children at once yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um so whatever and i you know i hate that anyway um wait hold on matt i just accidentally hit the mic with my shoulder so you might have to edit out a shoulder sound or kill her (laughs) Uh, (laughs) one of those two things for sure um yeah so i don't know i'm just so sick of that story and i they're not stopping and so i don't i'm just tired of it yeah We don't like this drama. I don't like the drama and I don't like whoever is putting it out in the universe. Like it's just practical to have a toddler's parent hold them, you know? Mm -hmm. Why does it have to be a whole thing? Who knows? I'm not in the mood. I will say this. So I'm sorry. I didn't send you this article and we don't have it in front of us right now. But Cosmo did a story where they had a face reader, which... Is that a real job? But whatever. I feel like it's my job. (laughs) They had a face reader, like, analyze the portrait, the more formal one. And he pointed out, well, in the first, the very, like, formal one, the tight one, not the laughter one. um, He said that, you know, Harry looks, like, a little uncomfortable, whatever, um, but said that William looks enraged. Interesting. So it's a really interesting, maybe it's, again, like over the top or silly. I don't know. I believe this face reader, whoever they are. (laughs) (laughs) But they point out things just like that his smile looks tense on one side, like he has to work at it, like his cheeks are straining. And they said his eyes look enraged, which there's so much weird stuff now out there about William. This is the fall of the autumn of William being a little tough and weird. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by this. But so they say he looks angry. So go back and look at the formal portrait and let me know what you think. Like, does he look angry? The fuck girls noted in their post about it that he looked the happiest he's ever looked in a photo before. OK, well, I believe them over whoever this <laughs> face reader is who I don't believe at all. And also I prefer that narrative. So conveniently, I will choose to believe that as well. Um, what would he be angry about? Maybe the aforementioned things. I, I His dad shading him in the press. Who knows? Who knows? But you know what happened six months ago? Meghan Markle married Prince Harry. Yes, on May 19th. I can't believe it's been six months. I can't believe I'm six months older. (laughs) Oh, my God. We're so (laughs) close to death. (laughs) (laughs) We're both 31 and a half now. That's what's happened. Oh, good grief. Because our birthdays are near each other. Oh, we're Mm. so similar. (laughs) Our lives are amazing. But, okay, so six months of Meghan as a royal, which is wonderful. I'm so happy she's a royal. But of course, some places are doing like check-ins, like what does her six month as a royal look like? And the Daily Mail did, in my opinion, the shadiest article, which has enraged me. (laughs) Shocking that the Daily Mail would go the lowest. It truly enraged me. So they just did something that was like a six month check-in with Megan. And basically what they concluded is that she is quote unquote hurricane Megan. That is what they dubbed her. Because she didn't just come in as this f- breath of fresh air. She instead was a hurricane and changed things around. And you wanna know what the criticism of her is. What are the criticism? So first of all, <laughs> they say that she dresses like a movie star. Wow and she's been terrible. told to tone it down. Okay. So. What 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 we I can't. She's gotta tone, got to tone it down because she's looking too good. Oh, I wish that were my problem. <laughs> Same. <laughs> too uh, glamorous. And then on top of that, they're like, are Megan and Harry even moving into Kensington Palace? Because it turns out that the people that are living in the apartment that they wanted to move into maybe aren't so jazzed about leaving. Like, that's a whole nother thing. And then the- who who refuses to vacate so that Megan and Harry can't live in their home with their soon-to-be-born child, like, who's an heir. I mean, I don't actually care who it is, that stuff. To be honest with you, maybe it's because I've never been to any of these palaces before in London, but I'm kind of, like, I'm never super into these stories where it's, like, this person won't move out of apartment 1A, and this one has set up shop in 3B. Like, I just don't completely care. Also, we live in New York, and we move all the time, so, like, we can't really relate. But... Then they go on to like really criticize Megan and you want to know what her problem is? She works too hard. So I actually need to kind of quote some of this because this is just unbelievable. So six or seven times a day, that's the number of texts the new Duchess of Sussex sends to palace aides with ideas and requests. One of my bosses, and you know, again, I'm self-employed, so I have eight to 20 bosses at any given time. One of them texted me while I was sitting here. (laughs) It's, It's nighttime and she texted me a request. So like... That's what we do. I'm on Slack, like that messenger that we use at work. Like, I'm always messaging people. That is just a normal thing. Welcome to work-life balance, royals. Yes. Royal employees. (laughs) They go on to say, she's an early riser up at 5 a.m., rain or shine, and it is said palace staff have never experienced anything remotely like Megan's formidable work ethic, matched only by the incessant stream of ideas about how to shape her role. What a beast. (laughs) (laughs) She's just so interested in her work. Wow. And then this is the... This is the real quote that really gets me well meaning as she is her particular brand of up and atom West Coast energy is an uncomfortable fit with the more formal ethos of the palace staff. What does that actually mean? None of that makes sense. I did misquote it. It's some palace staff not the no no but. That's not the point. My point is, <laughs> up and Adam West Coast Energy. So first of all, <laughs> we are East Coast people, and we love California. And also, we are thinking about California right now. Yes, with the fires, it's truly horrible. We thinking about everybody and like our friends of Fug Girls who were on last week. Californians, like we love them, but like you don't think California is like up at five a.m. And like y- you think of like a more laid back thing because yes. they have a better environment, like a beach, and it's just more the language of that is so. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, that up and atom West Coast energy. Okay, sure. Um so call, call it up and atom American energy and plus the concept of it's an uncomfortable fit with the more formal ethos of the palace staff. So wait, she's informal because she's working too hard? Like what does that mean? Literally. Yeah. Like what should she do? Send formal memos instead of texting people directly to get things done? I guess maybe. I just On some level, maybe Megan's actually happy with a report like this, as insulting as it is from the Daily Mail calling her Hurricane Megan, because this is the worst thing about her is that she works too hard and looks too good. I wish it's, it's, you know, when you're in a job interview and someone's like, name your flaws and you're like, I look too good and I work too hard. I would (laughs) love to put that in front of a possible employer. So like. Yeah, it's so annoying, and I hate how it's written, and it doesn't make any sense, but ultimately, like, good for her, I guess. And so I said that we had a great listener email, and it's from Melina, and it touches directly on this. She shares my rage. Yeah, she puts it completely perfectly. Um, She says, Why are they always trying to make women look like they're bitchy, demanding wenches? This report that Megan is a monster is absurd, and if her staff cannot handle... Being messaged seven times a day, then you do not deserve the job. That is literally nothing. And clearly she has to message you guys because you're dropping the ball with her outfits and making her look bad. Uh, This just infuriated me. There's nothing wrong with being a ball buster and demanding perfection. Sorry, that was me snapping into the microphone. (laughs) And there are a lot of exclamation points in this. Like, This is a great email it's a great listener email also melina the subject line is i hate conflict (laughs) 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 i also hate conflict but that's why this is so annoying to me because she's working too hard like that's Come on, guys. Come on, British press. Like, something to keep in mind is she's a 37-year-old woman. She had an immensely successful acting career. Like, even if it's not a show that everybody watched, to be an actress on a show with that longevity is phenomenal and so rare. Like, we both have friends who, like, work in the arts, and it's very difficult, so she made it. And then on top of that, she ran her blog which isn't just like a fun blog it was a genuine business yeah Owen traveled all over africa working with women to talk about menstrual issues and also spoke at the un and all other kinds of amazing things like but all of that aside even if she had done nothing before this moment their biggest complaint is that she's taking this job seriously and that she's working too hard and giving too many suggestions of like potential charities that she could work with what a wench indeed. <laughs> like, I just... It's so annoying. I just... Whatever. But I ultimately think that this is a great story. Again, annoying though it may be. Um, it's almost like... Yeah, she's too... She's too passionate. I can't... Sorry. I have, like, no train of thought other than rage. I'm just seeing red because I'm so annoyed by this concept. Um, but... Well, there, no, go ahead. Let's do our own six-month high and low check-in with yes. Megan. So my high is 100% her work with the Grenfell Tower Survivors. Yes. Their cookbook was phenomenal. I have not cooked anything from it, even <laughs> though I have it, but I think about cooking sometimes. It's on my coffee table where it looks really beautiful. Yeah, like I have dreams of cooking it because the recipes are so amazing, mm-hmm. but I just think that's an example of her doing something that is completely her. No other royal would have done that project. It was a Megan project and it was phenomenal. So that is my high. Yeah, my... Um Polite high is the speech she gave about women's suffrage in New Zealand. My impolite high is the fact that she got pregnant so quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't want to make that an accomplishment, but the facts are the facts. And that is considered sort of like a duty of theirs, whatever. It's gross, but she had a duty to me and my heart. Mm -hmm. And she's giving me a baby. So I thank her for that. I'm really grateful to that fact. She's accomplished a lot in six months. (laughs) That's my point. Like, just think about it. In six months of marriage, she's gotten pregnant, given speeches all around the world, like produced a cookbook... It's just, it's absurd. And my low is just going to be that her father's not gone away. I mean, I haven't heard from him quite recently, but he no. still's around. Her sister's like apparently writing another book. I don't even think the first one got published. She's back to saying Dutch ass on Twitter. Yeah. So the family drama is my low because seriously, six months in, can't you give up? Yeah. Truly, my low um, is that her, her bodice is delivered. Still- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Her bodice is still never fit. Now she gets to really enjoy that for five months. If you can call the final five months of pregnancy enjoyable, I wouldn't know. Um, I am looking forward to the capes, as the Fug Girls suggested, that she'll be wearing a lot of capes. So it's a low and a high. Um, But she's done an amazing, amazing job in these first six months, and I refuse to stand for the nonsense the nonsense the absolute nonsense wait was there one more story in there that I felt we- oh I know so we are recording this on Monday night before Thanksgiving and as we were sitting down to chat um, Megan hit up an event with Harry on her actual on their six month anniversary day and she looks amazing she looks so amazing and what's funny Is she looks like a movie star right on the day that they're like, oh, stop looking like a movie star? I know, like those headlines broke this morning, and she definitely saw them. And then she wears sequins to a theater event. She's like, okay, okay to hollywood i'm going to wear black sequins um and so it's a sort of skirt it's safia again i don't Mm -hmm. i still don't know if i'm pronouncing that correctly i still have not been able to figure it out online maybe i'll email safia and ask them (laughs) um and she wore it's the same designer who made that gorgeous fiji blue dress that she wore on the tour the cape one the cape one that was like my life highlight for Meghan markle um so same designer uh it's like a sort of a simple black skirt and then the, the bodice is black sequins with like a fern pattern in mm. white sequins and anything bump watch related makes me feel really weird because I don't want to look at women's bodies and be like oh I see you're getting bigger yeah but like you can kind of see more of it yeah there. for sure for sure but at the same time I was like With her bump, that fits her like it would fit me. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Perfect, yes. I was like, similar bump. The way, it's also (laughs) not a form-fitting, like the bodice is not form-fitting, like it doesn't cascade over her stomach per se. It just, um, it looks like hard, kind of like a shell. Mm -hmm. So it just looks like it's further out from her torso than it would be otherwise. But she looked amazing. She looked great. She looked really glowy, of course. Happy six-month anniversary, you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I'm saying that to Megan, (laughs) but also to our listeners. And also to Harry. Oh, yeah, him too. Thank you for listening, Harry. And so we have a few um, sidekick stories because we don't know how else to call the people that are related. They're related (laughs) or adjacent. But so, first of all, Princess Beatrice has a rich new boyfriend. Holla. So, you might remember that a couple. Maybe months ago at this point, I was, I gave a sad little speech about Beatrice because I was really feeling for her because her younger sister was getting married before her. Not that I believe that, I don't want to put that on her and say that she was stressed, but like my little brother is definitely getting married before me and I'm not thrilled about that. So I I understand it. But I gave a whole little speech of like, we're here for you, Beatrice, if you want to come on the show and have whiskey with us, we're okay with it. You can come right now. I know you're in Los Angeles. (laughs) So yeah, her... There was a whole run of things. Her BFF, Carly Kloss, got engaged and outed, like, doxed her Instagram in the process. Um, Oh, my God. You're right. She (laughs) doxed her. That's literally it. Her secret Instagram. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. Then her... Her secret Instagram that even I wouldn't reveal. I know. Which is so polite of you. So her BFF, Carly Kloss, got engaged. Her little sister got engaged. And then her ex of 10 years got married right after they broke up, which is the worst feeling in the world. Completely. So... Good for Beatrice. I love That's why we were so excited to see this report that hey, she has a new boyfriend. He's a multi millionaire property tycoon, and Caitlin, as the resident Italian, gets to pronounce <laughs> it so people don't get mad at me. His name, he's 34. His name is Eduardo Mapelli Mozzi. Um, Mozzi. It really depends on where you are. We're in as America. Long as it so, wasn't it's gonna, me, so it's going to be Mozzi. I didn't say it. In Italy, it would be Mozzi. Um, yeah, so it says that he's already met her parents. Yeah, and her friends are apparently predicting a quick engagement, which I don't really know because yeah. they just met in September and started dating. Like that's so not that's, crazy. That's a little soon, and also I just feel like that's how every celebrity dating story. Like I was just reading about Jennifer Garner and her new boyfriend, which good for her because she's been through a lot. And it was very similar. Like they've been dating for a couple of months and it was like, it seems pretty serious. He's never been happier. And I'm like, she's dealing with plenty. Like, I don't think she's trying to get married right now. Um, But so it's a similar thing. It's like, oh, these two people have been like spotted on one date so they must be engaged Um, but I will say this that's interesting as far as marital status goes Eduardo is divorced and has a two year old from his previous relationship Um, it's one thing for Prince Harry to marry a divorcee but Princess Beatrice, the potential stepmom. That's really interesting. Oh, interesting. I, didn't I know. Think about that. I know. And so reports are that the queen is fine with her grandkids marrying people who have been married before, because just look at Harry and Meghan. Like this is a new generation, and it won't really matter. But with every new marriage in this family, I feel like it gets that those boundaries get pushed a little bit more, which I like. Mm-hmm. Welcome. This is just how it goes. But I Love like it. the idea of a royal stepson. It's Love cute. It. <laughs> and then we also saw James Middleton out and. He went to the German GQ Men of the Year Awards, which was interesting because Celeb Bitchy did this great post where they're like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Like, did he get paid? (laughs) And he ended up giving um, an interview to a German TV channel where he talked about the Middleton Christmas uh, festivities. And so what he said was. I welcome people into our family home. I want it to feel like it's their home. There will be turkey, champagne, and some wine. For me, it's all about family. It's one where we can all regroup. And that's basically it. But So the gist is, the Middletons are getting drunk on Christmas. (laughs) And I love it. Another sidekick news that we predicted as geniuses that we are. Mm -hmm. Pippa Middleton's baby boy's name was revealed. And it is. Arthur. Arthur, which we <laughs> said. But OK, the reason why we said Arthur was because that's been the name that people thought that uh, Louie was going to be. Yeah. And that you know, that's just like a common royal thing. So we're like, maybe it's going to be Arthur or like Jaden. Jaden. That's the thing. I really <laughs> wanted her to go with a weird name. I wanted Pippa Middleton to choose like a weirder name just because. She get like she is a normal person. She's a civilian. She gets to choose whatever name she wanted. So I wanted it to be some sort of like hipster weirdo name like Poseidon or something like that. Yeah. No offense if a listener has a child named Poseidon or is themselves named Poseidon, that's fine. That's a cool thing. That's a choice. But so the baby's full name is Arthur Michael William Matthews. And so Michael is not only the name of Pippa's father, but also the name of her husband's late brother. Okay. And so he um it's a natural choice. Yeah. So he passed away. And even before she was dating James, because they were friends for a while. Remember, he like pined mm-hmm. after her for like years and years. Mm-hmm. She would participate in um, charity fitness events like biking and other Same. hiking, like, you know, Same. athletic type things. She would participate in these things to like uh, raise money in his honor for different charities. Here's a sentence that will never be said about Caitlin Munza. Or Lisa Ryan. Her husband fell in love with her when she was attending charity sporting events. It's just not what I'll be doing but then William is obviously William. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's like such a gesture because he you know, he's been a part of her life for so long. He must be like a brother to her. Yeah, that's true. They've been dating for a bazillion years. Yeah. They've been together for a bazillion years. Um, can I just be controversial for a moment? I'm, for I'm sitting up. Um, so I really wanted Prince Louis to be Arthur, as you'll recall. If you listen to the very early episodes of this podcast, <laughs> we really thought the name was going to be Arthur. We thought Louis's name was going to be Arthur, as did everybody. And we loved that name. I still love that name. I think little baby Artie is adorable. Aww. We were really pulling for that. And then Pippa, who I have like, weirdly complex feelings about (laughs) she keeps her baby's name a secret for a month and then is like Arthur I stole my sister's baby name that she didn't want like the discarded one yeah it's just such a weird choice and I also on some level was kind of thinking that maybe Harry and Megan's kid would be Arthur could be Arthur now Mm -hmm. so Pippa Middleton has screwed me again is what I'm saying so I think this is where we make prediction for Megan and Harry's baby Poseidon Lisa (laughs) (laughs) These are both ridiculous options. <laughs> it's either Poseidon or Lisa. You heard it here first. <laughs> princess Princess Lisa of Sussex. I think that sounds great. <laughs> we actually don't, as we've discussed, we don't know if it's going to be princess. Um, that's up to Queen Elizabeth and she can still make that choice for the Sussex baby in the spring. Um, at the very least, the baby will be if it's a girl will be lady so lady lisa (laughs) you know now that we're getting on to like the queen naming people princess i'd be down for being princess lisa of (laughs) brooklyn (laughs) just saying if someone wants to bestow that upon me bill de blasio are you listening (laughs) i can bestow it i'll bestow it thank you you are hereby princess lisa of brooklyn you're my best friend (laughs) <laughs> so before we adjourn the royal pod, we have some highs and lows. Sure do. It's time for the royal highs and lows. My high is the 6-month anniversary. Yeah. Yay. I can't I cannot believe it. It's I- what a 6 months. Wow. So much has changed. Nothing has changed in my life. (laughs) I know. Some things have changed. We're on TV, so... Oh, yeah. And be sure to tune in on Thursday, the 22nd at 9 o'clock on ABC to watch us hopefully not make a fool of ourselves. Yeah. But if we do, then you can get drunk, so that's nice. Yeah, and I will be doing that. Yeah. So what's your high? My high, um, I think it... Well, no. My high is that Prince Charles listens to the podcast, or someone (laughs) on his staff does, and that he chose to release the nose-holding Louis photos just because of us Um, or just okay fine Um, just the nose holding photos of which there were two
1: there's like the group
0: photo he's holding his nose and the individual like portrait he's holding his nose what's unfortunate is that we don't have any insight in a mom way because we've not had kids but like do kids just like noses I think Mm -hmm. they might or hair I feel like whenever I hold a baby they're always pulling on my hair you know we're going to be great moms (laughs) today (laughs) And earrings. That's why you don't wear earrings on a kid. I know that. And Milo is freaking throwing shade at Megan for doing a good job. Milo in that vein is throwing shade at your own children for not working hard enough. So our low is shade. I hate shade. I hate shade. It's your own family. Imagine if they did have a Thanksgiving. I mean, obviously, they have other occasions where they all have to spend time together. But, like, imagine if your father insulted you in the press and you're, like, past the wine thanks Chucky no <laughs> like, it's so tense you don't need extra reasons to be tense at family holidays and events um, yikes yikes indeed yikes indeed so everyone uh, you can drop us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com dot com to ask us any and all royal questions please remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts we got this amazing review that we both really love and I yes. think Caitlin should read okay um, the subject is – or the title is I Knew We Would Be BFFs uh, by Susan TV. My husband and I listen to the podcast every Thursday while cooking dinner. We pour a royal refreshment and enjoy my two BFFs that I've never met. Hubs doesn't share my devotion to all things royal, but he enjoys hanging out with – hanging with K- Caitlin and Lisa. Great job, ladies. I love the idea of us being a couple's tradition for somebody. I know. And I think it's really important for advertisers to recognize <laughs> that we are great for cooking. So, are. Like Blue Apron. Et cetera. Hello Fresh. Fresh <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, that's, I love that anybody would listen to me while cooking. I know. And maybe we should cook one day. Uh, yeah, I Like don't. in our own lives. Yeah, I don't. Though I would cook Blue Apron if it were put in front of me. But yes, yeah, Susan, I'm so glad to hear that. And hello. And hello, husband. Care about the Royals. Yes, please. Um, So you guys can follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Lisa, at Lisa Raya on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at The Cut. And you can follow me, Caitlin, at heykmenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at caitlinmenza.com. And don't forget to watch us on ABC the night of Thanksgiving, the 22nd of November, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at ABC. Probably also streaming elsewhere. I don't even know. But us on TV. Watch it with your family and friends and red wine and turkey. Turkey leg in hand. I will probably be on a couch with a blanket over top of my head. (laughs) Just in fear. Blanket over my eyes for sure. Yeah. And please cross all of your fingers and toes that I don't say anything embarrassing. I know Lisa didn't, but I don't know about myself. I blacked out the whole time we were recording it. We were wearing too much makeup. It's too much makeup. The weight of the foundation. (laughs) It got into our brain. Just hope for the best, guys, please. I assume it'll also be like streaming later. Yeah, we'll find it. And until next week, God save the pod. I feel like I was about to sing that. (laughs) God save the pod. (laughs) The pod. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.